There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. What's happening, y'all? What's the deal? Let's get some energy in here. What's up? Woo! Where my Latinos? Latinos in the house. Ain't but four of us in this motherfucker, but we loud. We are loud than a motherfucker, y'all. Man, I knew I was coming out. I spent my whole day with my son. I love my son. Where my parents? We got parents in the house. I know there's a lot more. <laughs> A lot more motherfuckers in here, yo, blood test don't mean shit. Fuck that, I ain't. Fuck, you, wait till I go to court, Shay. I spent my day with my son, man. I love my son. He's my best friend in the whole entire world, man. I'm Puerto Rican. My son's mother's African-American, which means that my son is Dominican. Check that shit out. <laughs> Look, sister up front, she doing the math. Let me figure that shit out. Black plus Puerto Rican. You carry the Mexican, right? You carry the Mexican. That shit works. I'm glad we out here laughing, man. You know what I mean? Because you just fucking, everybody wants to keep you on fucking high alert. Be on high alert. That's all these motherfuckers, the government, the country, be on high alert. Well, what's going to happen? We don't know. Then shut the fuck up then. If you don't know, shut the fuck up. Because we're from New York. We were born on fucking high alert. You know what I mean? The fuck out of here. Hey guys, this is LOL, Latinos Out Loud, and uh, we're here today in this episode. We're actually going to pay tribute to um, a friend of ours and a very talented comedian who recently passed away, uh, the great Angelo Lozada. Oh yeah. 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 And we felt like we needed to do this um, this episode um, kind of as soon as possible. We're actually on a break right now. Technically, we weren't supposed to do an episode until late January, but we felt we wanted to come together and kind of just honor Angelo. He was a, a former guest of Latinos Out Loud, and which is the episode you're going to hear after the You Hear Us. Kind of just um, give our memories and then... Uh, 
and just our thoughts on Angelo as a person and his and his career and just how funny he was. But yeah, this is a, you know we want this to be a, like a celebration of him too. I mean, we're this is very it's it's obviously like we're all you know sad that he's not around anymore. But I mean, he left a, a lot of people a lot of great memories. Um, and I want to speak specifically ask any of you guys any memories uh, of Angelo that that kind of stand out to you. That kind of could tell the audience what kind of person he was. Frank! Hey! Well, I didn't know Angelo personally, but the first time I m saw Angelo was in the Heights. In the mid-90s when the Heights was like messed up coming off the crack era. And there was like no locations that you can like be creative. And they opened up a spot around 165th and Broadway. It was called Audubon Brown Grill. And <clears throat> that was the first time I saw Angelo. It was him, Roberto Vanderpool, and uh, out, Donnell Rawlings that went on mm -hmm. to work with uh, Dave Chappelle. Larry. And, and yo, Angelo used to have this crowd. It was like a, you know, Apollo crowd. Unapologetically, like ruthless. And he had this whole crowd together, man. And it was like a tuesday night like nobody goes out tuesday nights and you'll have like all these like hood people and angelo roberto and donnell man they had a shit on lock i used to be like wow and that was like when nobody would go up to the heights you know what i mean and he had it he had it on lock and then obviously when we had him on the show we had him like on several shows you know like shout out to the urban latino radio days when we had him on the Bochito mm, Bueno show remember damn, that man. wow yeah <clears throat> i first met angelo i have to tell you this this is throwback i was in like my third year of college and <clears throat> you know there were those people handing out flyers like in between the buildings whenever mm -hmm. you, you know you would go in between your classes you could sign up for a credit card get like a full-size kit kat bar you know <laughs> like those big ass kit kat bars yeah. as a college student sometimes you're like well that's that's lunch you know mm -hmm. it's got some cookie inside of it fortified and so like there were these flyer guys and they handed me this flyer for like the jack daniels comedy series and it had an all latino lineup mm. and i'm like what <laughs> latino stand-ups this is gonna be great <laughs> and it said like you plus nine free so i'm like i hollered at all my girls from stony brook i'm yeah. like bitches come to new york city <laughs> we'll go to this and then maybe we go out we go to the tunnel afterwards or yeah, something oh, like that man, the tunnel. you know damn dating your whatever <laughs> listeners the tunnel was a famous club yeah in the 90s no, she's oh, yeah. talking about the holland tunnel she used to hang out there this is the time when well. there was, there used to, people used to congregate under the holland tunnel or on the other side of it there was a telly right there when you get out and then um, we would go to studio 54 come on mike studio 54 i was come way on. before I saw you documentary guys on it <laughs> Come on. You know, I was hanging out with Donna I Summer. I saw in the background. Donna Summers when she wrote Last Dance. I was there. I wasn't. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so they all gathered. They came all the way out from deep in Long Island. And we would do this quite often, me and my homegirls. And we were like this, like, fear, like, just no fear Latina posse. Mm. We would go clubbing. And so we decided to go. I think it was Gotham Comedy Club. But it was one of those, you know, um, comedy clubs in, like, Midtown West, Manhattan, somewhere. And it was, like, nonstop Latino stand-up talking about the family shit the music the food the experiences the dynamic everything that makes latinos latino but through this incredible latino comedy filter mm -hmm. 
it was dynamic and I saw Angelo perform. And right away, I was like, after the show, we got to go up to this guy and be like, oh my God, you're so fucking funny. <laughs> you know, and so we did afterwards. And then they just started hanging out with us and we took pictures. Maybe they thought we were little tooties. I don't know what the sense <laughs> was. I have no idea. But By I the have... way, we need to bring back that, that term, little tooties. Tooties. But comics like Victor Cruz were there in the audience mm. chilling um Mark Vieira performed like there was a whole like this this comedy series was out there and it was promoted on Mi Gente remember oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember this but um you know other people were like Imagine Roberto it was this whole circuit the of first people man people. those were the first yeah, the first poking fun at us, but yeah. it was hilarious and it was somehow empowering at the same time. Of course. And so then after that, you know, I just followed him wherever I could see him perform. I would see him perform. Edgar and I love stand up comedy. So pre kids, we would often go to see like stand up shows and stuff. And then we got close to him through the Bochiche Bueno show. And then he came on the podcast. And then we just like interfaced with him throughout the comedy circuit i guess in the last few years and like angelo's one of the forefathers yo he's he was one of the pioneers in this sketch comedy game oh, yeah. like beyond stand-up him and people like selenis leva were in this amazing sketch comedy troupe called new york rule wow and this is like throwback guys i like, know i know I, I know he's been in the game for a minute that's like i'm talking about 93 and I, I, you know <laughs> like for him like him going for me like you know He's like one of the first Latinos like that I saw coming up, like him and Roberto and Latino guys. Like those are the first guys that I saw. Even like Dominican, you told me who's the first Dominican dude was Roberto. Who was the first like those are the two guys and Roberto and him like were coming up when like Uptown was trying to come up. So he represented for Latinos hard body. That's a huge loss for us, man. He represented like unity among Latinos too, and I really admired. Angelo for everything that he did for us, especially in the comedy world. And I also really appreciated his constant like words of encouragement, you know, and the quick career pep talks he would give us like even on the podcast episode when he said how proud he was of us. That was such a moment for me because it mm -hmm. is kind of like, you know, this this forefather saying my, yeah. you know, my kin, you're doing me well, you know, mm -hmm. keep going. So I'm very, very much forever indebted to all of his words of encouragement. I'm so happy we're together right now doing this episode. It is very important. I've been wanting to do this. And when Mike was like, yo, when? We were all like, right away, which is why we're here. Uh, you know, and and for me, like, I think that he's been a student of comedy in all different types because he's done a he did a, a podcast. He had the live shows, whether he was doing the, the Lozada Lowdown. Um, and then right. also he had a great web series, um, Get Some, which I was able to uh, do a cameo on. So <clears throat> I was very honored that he asked for me to be a part of it. But um, overall, it, it, he's an amazing person. And, and I think that, you know, he was going to be greatly missed. He was uneven on Trevor Noah. Yeah. He was like the warm up. Uh, kind That's of crazy, man. I, yo, I, and he went on tour with uh, International tour, That's domestic crazy, tour with Trevor Noah. I mean, you got to. Trevor Noah knows he ain't having and just anybody open up for him. Yeah, the fact that you know Angelo had his trust like that to like really just like liven up the the crowd before him. I yeah, mean, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a big spot. So, um, and you know, and Angelo got the had the talent to to be you know the guy the guy opening the show too. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, 
I think I always remember his. He had a, dis, a very distinctive that New Yorkian accident. Accident. That New Yorkian accent. <laughs> accident. Accident. You know, like when you go, if you go out of town somewhere and you hear someone with that the accent that he yeah, had, yeah, of course, you're like this. This dude's from New York. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. it's a very distinctive accent, and his voice is very like anytime he talk, he come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Jamie. Yo, yeah, Jamie. Yeah, yo, yeah, man, yeah. I like you, man. <laughs> yo, I like you, dude. And it's like, yo. That's that's a kind of you know the, you know if he walks into a room you yeah. hear somebody just kind of with that energy with that voice yeah. it's like you're automatically like drawn to them and he right. just had that he had that you know you're just drawn to when when he's talking you're listening you know whether it's funny because he's hilarious but also when he was just actually just telling us a story on the podcast yeah sometimes you know it was like a story that was just before you know before it gets funny he sets it up like it's like some serious right dramatic thing that you need and even when he's talking telling you advice it's like all, all eyes on ears on him so he had that it factor mm. you know i actually saw i when i in my early stand-up days i did a show where he hosted in uh, the umbrella the umbrella club that mm. was up a town oh man Get all the way out town. oh shit another one actually had umbrella little umbrellas on the ceiling it was like that oh, was it. So <laughs> yo that that place is super like famous in the sense that it was like the only spot in Washington or even Harlem that had a cabaret license like that that was legally yeah. the only one you could actually it, dance it was you know it had its moment and it its moment but then they had like a comedy night random and then I was randomly in uh, in it and he was hosting and so that was I was still very early on and I was nervous and I was just like so watching him host and have hold the crowd and, yeah. and just you know that dialing up the energy and having people like you know laughing on it as every word like i was seeing that straight up mm. as someone who's about to go out and perform i was like just taking notes in my own head of wow. like a guy who is a master of his craft and um but you still bombed i still bombed um <laughs> i don't remember no i think i had some people that knew me there so i didn't completely bomb i had i had some like friend laughs like uh all right, Jamie. Yo, you can do that shit, yo. Next yo. time, you got it. You got Jamie. it. <laughs> yo, finish that five minute set. You can do it, bro. Yo, get that. Get to the punchline, bro. Get to get the, the punchline, punch man. All right, we get it, yo. Your parents have funny, have funny, you know, voices. Get to something different. Um, but yeah, no, I'm. I, this is great that we're just talking about him and just remembering him, and it's all positive. And you know, it's it's um, there's definitely a loss. And, and definitely in the comedy world, mm -hmm. um, in the Latino entertainer world, you know, we need as much people kind of Latinos coming out and just, just you know, showing off their talents and, and entertaining and people. And, and he was going to keep doing that. You know, yeah. the, the fact that he was on The Daily Show and it was still, you know, he, he hey, you know, everybody, you know, he might have had a, 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 a show, you know, of yeah, his own. Man. Eventually, I mean, mm -hmm. he had he had the talent, and we. I'm sorry to interrupt, but we like just worked with him on a project for HBO a few weeks ago. Wow! And we saw him at this at the event, and there was just this like, you know, you saw the rise. Like to your point, mm -hmm. you know, that's why I think there was so much anger. Well, for me personally. With his death, I had I told Mike that I had the same feeling that I felt when Selena died. I was in DR and like uh, it was over the summer. And I'm not to compare them. Obviously, there's really no comparison there. Genres and music versus not music, whatever. But like it's that same core feeling of like, no, 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 too soon. I saw it on social media, too man. Too soon, The man. outpour for him no. was real, man. 
the I haven't seen outpour like that. Like, and you see performers like talking about the first times going on stage and how he comforted them and gave them words of encouragement and wisdom afterwards. It was like, wow. Like I was like, yo, this dude was like on some other level. Yeah. A lot of stories are just like very stories of people like him giving people like inspirational, yeah. um, you know, words of encouragement and, and, um, and kind of just, do, you know, being there for them when they needed someone to talk to and inspiring them. Like there was no, obviously, you know, when you find out somebody passes away, you know, you're not going to say, bad things about them but these people there were like like three paragraph yeah yeah no, you know you monologues right, of right. just people kind of pouring their, their heart out on facebook yeah, yeah, no, you can see and it. so um you know obviously you know we we're not as close with him as a lot of these people yeah and you know he really touched a lot of people's lives and and um we wanted to at least you know play this replay this episode um, in honor of him yeah um, mm -hmm. and it was one of our funniest episodes I mean it's still an episode I think I think in one of our year end uh, of that year it was it, I don't know what some of us said that that was one of the funniest episodes of the year yeah we were bugging um, out probably that like was crazy. two years ago um, that was crazy so that was definitely one of our top of that year and uh, it's a really funny episode and you also kind of just you can you get a lot of his character in this in this episode mm -hmm. too. you know yes. he, from the from the beginning he is um, he's just like hilarious and then just complimentary right. and he just it's we hadn't seen him in a while at that point and we were just talking like we were you know we've been friends forever and we had just hung out the night before you know yeah. so um any any final thoughts before we play the episode i'm appreciative of everything that angelo gave us as comedians he paved certain paths for us i think it's our job and our duty to continue the path and also to preach the word of unity across everyone latinos period but i think we can do the job of doing it in the comedy world maybe you know i don't know what that looks like for room 28 comedy or the latinos out loud podcast i'm not sure you know what that iteration is going to look like but i think we have to somehow carry his legacy and move it forward the way he would be doing if he were still with us and i'm really proud that he is this second installment of latino legends out loud wow so yeah, here he is, uh, the legend, the Latino legend, and uh, Angelo Lazada, and and the Latinos a lot episode he did with us. Amazing, 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 amazing. Do you know what's really amazing? What? Who we have in studio? Oh my God. What? This, this That's guy, amazing. Guy that was an amazing segue. That's Y'all, y'all have sponsors? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. The shout outs. We, oh, we, shout outs. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they're marketing they partners up. of ours. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but like. It's time to introduce the man, the myth, the legend, Ooh, comedian, yes. funny man, sketch guy. Please put your hands together for Angelo Lozada. I do have to say this real quick. Um, I was listening earlier and I thought uh, it was weird. I hadn't seen Jamie in a while and he kissed me on the lips. And that's, that oh, was, yeah, that was you too, huh? Yeah. yeah. For an it, awkwardly and, long time. And it, yeah, and it smelled like, <laughs> smelled like cat shit. <laughs> oh, man. And then I heard The Knicks are going to win. Yeah. yeah. And then I heard you guys. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Damn, Jamie. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. I blame Tom Brady and. The <laughs> I also, can I say one more thing, though? Like, I was listening, and the fact that your favorite Super Bowl moment was that your husband lost $10,000 is fucked up, boo. Wait a second. 
second. Fucked up. He didn't lose it because he never won it, but it was just but watching him. It was him. right there. It was right there watching him lose. I never Watching saw him watch that. it like slip through his fingers, and that was your favorite moment. That's. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 uh, I never broke it down like that. Yeah. You're right. That's did right. I, did I you need favorite? counseling. You need counseling. Yeah. Look, we're in counseling, Angela. Oh, we're fuck. trying. Sorry. We're trying Oops. to make this work, okay? But why? Why did he lose $10,000? Yeah, but that was your favorite moment. <laughs> y'all y'all got to work through that. I know. This is where we put all the cards on the table. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, this, this, is is, this is it. This is, this is where it's fun. This is where you can do it. Let's deal a hand because we have a lot to talk about. Do we? You wow. have a, like, you're not even really like getting started, but you have such a career behind you huh? and such a career ahead of you. Like, could you tell everybody where it what started? Do you, what do you mean I'm not getting, I, have, I'm not even, I haven't even got started? Meaning Because I'm that, done, boo. No! I, I can't go you're no There's so much more. I'm done. There's I'm done. so much more. Stop there's it. There's so much more for y'all to do. There's so much more left, and there's so yeah, much we want to oh see. God, that's amazing. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It's fantastic. There is a lot on the horizon. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm, and I'm, yeah, I'm like really in a good place. Yeah. Where did it all start? Um, well, my mom uh, hooked up with my dad, and he was married. <laughs> nice. Okay. And he knocked her up. Get so, specific. So he had, and it's funny because he had a whole family, he had a wife and five kids, and then and then my mom decided she decided now nah, I'm gonna keep this nigga, and so and oh, is that not what you meant? I mean, I like that story too. Yeah, you would. But let's shift to career. Um, like, where did that all start? It started um, just doing open mics. You know, I was young. I was like 12, 13, and I, I watched the Richard Pryor uh, uh, stand-up comedy movie, the concert movie, Live and Uncensored, mm -hmm. the funniest movie of all time. I was a little dude. I was like, yeah, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And then as I got older, I, like, you know, I was young and went to open mics and you know, you die and you eat your ass and you bomb and you just, but something keeps calling you. Something keeps calling you. And um, there was one time after doing it a couple few times that you just keep taking those hits. And it was one time when I did it and I still bombed, but I felt comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. this, it's, it's almost, it, it doesn't, it, it felt right, but it don't, in my head, I was like, that can't be right. You know what I mean? Because you just yeah. bombed in front of a room and you felt good. Wow. So it's so it's a progression. You know what I mean? It's just that comfortability, and then um, you just kept it moving, kept it moving. Yeah. Wow. So you've done sketch comedy, which we're yeah. very familiar with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you tell us about your well, life started, of sketch? My life of sketch. Yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> or your sketchy life, yeah. whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> Either way. Oh, choice. you can draw a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I love when those are drawn. Yeah. We can do that all day. Um, well, you, it, it started at uh, at the Copa at the Copa Cabana. At we the Copa. Yeah, exactly. The, a, original, the original. I think we need really order to like narrate this. It sounds like some good fellas. <laughs> yeah. Like that's true. I always wanted to be a funny. Fella, <laughs> people that's respect a, a you when you tell jokes. <laughs> they, I always sat on the in the front. I always sat in the front. They took care of me. Give but, me the uh, mic, Karen. Give me the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jamie's a funny dude. So funny. <laughs> you all are fantastic, by the way. I'm, I'm, Thanks, I, yeah, I didn't want anybody in the room to feel, but it's, but it's me and you, Jay. You know. <laughs> I feel a connection here. I could kiss him in the mouth right now. Again? Not again. No, all right, not again. I'll hold back. I'll hold no, back. I have actually. I have before I move. I have so much love and, and respect for you guys. You know what I mean. Thanks. You guys. You guys Likewise. hustle. You hustle. You work, and it's quality. And I have nothing but love. And uh, and to be honest, I'm a little tired of seeing you people. Like I, every time I turn the TV on, you're doing something. This dude has a, a video doing something. And you, I just heard your weekend. What the fuck? 
Take a nap. No. Take a fucking nap. No, boo. I'm good. Like I learned to just live on like four hours of sleep for the week, and but, I'm good. But it's a hard sleep. Like you go into the upside down. Ain't nobody <laughs> fucking with me. She goes to sleep with some Stranger Things. She's just, she's some para- she just be having a paranormal naps. Basically, you yeah. up, your nose bleeding when you wake up. <laughs> I want the D. <laughs> I gotta squeeze that in too, though, in the four hours. But wait. But but so we started the Copacabana, and uh, we had the Copa Comedy Troupe, and it was a weekly. It was like every Tuesday we used to have to create, and so we would do our our show start at seven thirty or so, and then it was a monster salsa band downstairs. So that's why I met Tito Nieves, uh, Frankie Ruiz, and, uh, Gilberto Santa Rosa. It was icons. it was icons. Yeah, it was insane, and. Um, and then, you know, shit just happens, you know what I mean? And, and so we just broke up. And from that troop, three three troops came out of that one troop. Oh. Uh, the best being New York and Rule, which is mine, by the way. Oh, Legends. Legends. Yeah. Legends. So we did our thing back in, yeah, 94. And we we were 12 years at the New York and Poets Cafe. Wow. Doing amazing. We had, we had a... Yeah, we had fun. It was Who good. Was in that tree? Well, it was me. I had my guy Danny Gonzalez, Eric Nieves, Mark Vieira came in later, Selenis Leva from Orange is the New Black. Hello. Yeah. Um, Jeanette Toruella, Marilyn Torres. Um, Arnold Acevedo was a beast, you know, early on. Um, I had a, yeah, I had a, I had a really, really good cast of folk that were just uh, eager and funny, and it was good. We, we, I'm not, you know, I don't brag or anything, but when we were rocking, we were the baddest troop in the country. The right That's what I'm to. saying. We like, were some yeah. bad motherfuckers. Can you explain a little bit more? Because like now, obviously, there's a lot of Instagram, there's sketch and stuff. But back right. then, right, you were was, ahead of your time. Yeah, like, like, back then, it, well, like, back then it was just it was like nuts and bolts. Like back then, we didn't have viral. Back then, we had to sit together, write, brainstorm, write, come back, do it. You know, and this. But at the New York weekend, we did it every month because at the Cope, I was like, I can't do this every week. This is crazy. <laughs> That's, you know, that's Saturday Night Live type shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And we're not getting paid like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I got paid two drink tickets and, and a blowjob. No. Um, <laughs> look at Jamie. Stop looking at me like that, B. Stop yeah, looking at me like that. Yeah, I'm going to go back in time. <laughs> um, so it was nuts and bolts. And it was just wanting to get that voice out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And every every month we'd, we'd come in with a strong brand new show and, and uh, just trying to be as as... I don't know, innovative, I guess, or I always like to see things I've, I've not seen. That's, that's always my driving, my driving force. But, um, and we did it. And every month we would have, you know, people come through. Rosie came to like, Rosie Hi. used to love us. Rosie gave us a shout out on Conan. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. We, we had taped, we had taped cause we did Showtime at the Apollo. So we taped all the sketches. Uh, I forgot where exactly. And Rosie was there. And I think the next night or a couple nights later, she was on Conan. And, you know, I want, I have to give a shout out to New York and Rule. And I'm like, say what? You know what I mean? It's like, that's all I need. I'm that's a simple you. man. I'm a simple man. You know what I mean? Would you guys ever do a reunion? Um, There's too many personalities, y'all. Bitches don't know how to behave. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches don't know how to behave. I keep being asked that. And there's two particular bitches that just don't know how to behave. But um, you know if if yeah, but I can't. I it it would be incomplete if I don't have harmony and if I don't have everybody. Right. You know what I mean. So, you know, there's there's you know personalities and things occur and and um, I've thought about it. You and I, we you know we spoke on the phone yeah. about doing something. You know, doing something. We, so. we we were discussing like there has to be something because I feel like now in in comedy, even on Latino comedy, mm-hmm. Instagram, people are not 
understanding who was doing it first. Like right. you could, you probably seen the material that's going on right now that they're just recycling, and you're like, yo, we did that, we <laughs> did, did that, that even better I on stage. All, I see it all the time. And man. so I feel like this generation right now doesn't know their history and right. understand that. And you guys did it, and I think that there needs to be like, by the way, we're gonna show you how we did it, and this is how you're supposed to do it because it's like right now it's not the not the same. You see this old black and white footage yeah. from this. <laughs> This is real. This, we did this shit back in the day. It's a little grainy, but and a porn. A, a, there's a porn recorded I, over half of it. But you're no longer my boy, homie. Yeah. You're no wow. longer my boy. Mike, come over here. Give me a kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jamie, you're my new dude. Mike is my new dude. It's not, it's not cash shit. Ew. Well, look to both of y'all points. Like you know, we do our sketch comedy thing with Room 28 and everything mm-hmm. that we do on the side live. It's so important for us to keep carrying that torch. Absolutely. The torch that you lit. Absolutely. And the torch that we're going to continue to carry. But can I say this, though? It's also important for me personally, and it's just maybe it, it I guess it's a pet peeve, but I think it's really important because I see groups doing it. And because of because of the viral nature of, of what it is, people think this is easy and mm. it's not easy. So mm. so when I see so when I see groups putting out whack shit, it drives me crazy. Let's talk about so that's please. why. So that's why I really appreciate your effort and your passion for it. And and then I watch it and I'm thinking I'm because in the beginning I'm like these motherfuckers. <laughs> you know? Here we go. Let me, yeah, let, let me let me go. Let me go ahead and watch let it these. Out, let it out. Let me let let me watch these little niggas be whack. <laughs> and then and then I and then I'm watching it, I'm being entertained and I'm like, these niggas. <laughs> So, oh, you right. motherfuckers are gonna make me work if I'm trying to come back. You're yes, making son. me work, you know? Yes, son. But, uh, it's like so how I, we so flipped I, that La Chocleta <laughs> joke. Yeah. You thought it was gonna go one we way. We had layers to it. And we, she hit, yeah. we we hit you with another you, one. Yeah. So, so, I, so I, that's, you know, I appreciate. So, whatever love you give me, it's all mutual. You know what I mean? It's a mutual admiration situation. Oh, I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate you taking the baton and just, and, you know, taking it someplace else because now you're dealing with the viral. And now you, you know, yeah. so that's, it's a very viable commodity for you guys. You know right. what I mean? So, and you got to run the, with that. Dealing with the viral meant something different in the, in the 90s. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you, are you kidding me? Especially at the Copa, I'm, I'm right? I'm still taking the Valtrex. Oh, I'm still shit. taking Valtrex, my dude. Because of the Copa. Are you kidding me? Them backup dancers, they dirty bitches. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, like, there is this added layer of challenge now with, like, the expectation to do stuff on video. Sure. And, you know, our bread and butter is performing live. Mm-hmm. So to stay relevant, do we produce right. these daily videos? I don't know. I think we're still each individually trying to find that answer in our voice and what we're doing with sketch comedy. But I still I still stick to the guns of there's nothing like performing live. No, There's yeah, no adrenaline rush, right? Like, insane. what did you feel with it's all insane. these Latinos on stage in the oh. 90s when nobody was doing it? Nobody was doing it. And, and it, it just felt... Felt, uh, well, in all in the country, it, um, there was a, the group Culture Clash across across the way in, in L.A. Um, three dudes that were uh, fantastic. Culture Clash was amazing, um, and um, I, I I was I actually looked up to them. I used to, I looked up to them when I was doing it, and and when they dropped this book and they gave New York and Rule a shout out, I was like, ah, you know what I mean? It's the little things like that that you appreciate, you know. But there's nothing like performing live, and then when you hit it, and, and everybody in the room gets it, and and then people be like, yo, that's a classic. Sometimes they'd ask like, yo, let me see that. Said, we did it last month, yo. We can't do it again. Like, <laughs> right. relax. It's not the greatest hits, but it was always. It's like stand up. Stand up is um. 
stand up is a rush every day. You know what I mean? You go on stage, you have a, a whole new audience of people and you create a tapestry every day. It's like I'm at the Daily Show when I'm, I'm warming up at the Daily Show and um, people are like, yo, you I'm doing it like over a little over two years now. Yo, you tired of it yet? I'm like, you crazy. We can't just glaze over that, by the way. And the, the Daily Show oh, yeah. opening. Uh, I'm doing y'all job. Y'all should have asked me this already. Y'all should, how is the Daily Show not on the table already? It's definitely like, on. I'm the warm-up comedian for the Daily Show with it's Trevor in Noah. The notes He's and like, the all right, you spent enough time on the Eureka rules. It's Let's in move the on. Notes. Jimmy wanted secrets about the Eureka rules, so you know we went first. But go ahead. Yeah, that's what's up. No, that's huge. What the fuck? You open for Trevor Trevor Noah. I, yeah, I do. That's yeah. huge. So he's obviously a huge fan of yours. His mm-hmm. audience obviously loves you. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of rush do you get when you it's do insane. that? Like I said, it's insane. Every day is just, it's it's amazing. And then I travel with him. So wow. a couple of weeks ago, we did Radio City. And it was just like, what the fuck is this? Energy like him. Oh, it, was, it was electric. It was crazy. You know what I mean? Like little... Little skinny Puerto Rican kid from the Bronx, you know, <laughs> doing Radio City. You know, it's like, and this is how, this is how, you know, because you know, you know where we from. Like the Bronx is gangster. This is how gangster the Bronx is. Two of my sisters was at Radio City watching the show. Them bitches never met. Check that shit out, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Yo. They're like half sisters, but like. I they never even met on Facebook. They didn't <laughs> find <laughs> each other on Facebook. never met till that night. <laughs> My Yo. father was gangster, B. Oh, y- shit. Y'all stay here, and you stay over there. Oh, my God. Webster, Webster Avenue. This is it. Webster <laughs> Avenue. Anything on that side? Anything on that side? But it, it's just amazing. It's just, you know, just, and I thank Trevor. I mean, you know, this whole grind, and I've been doing it for so long, and, and the whole, and it, it takes, it took a man from Africa to give me this opportunity. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, but you have to, you have to be ready, though. You know what I mean? Um, don't fool yourself. Like, just, you know, work on the craft. Do what you're doing. Yeah, don't eat Doritos at a fucking acting class, Rachel. What's the matter with I you, both? I was yeah. hungry, and it's a six-hour class. The fuck? Gary's a good dude. Or if <laughs> yeah. anybody else would be like, take your shit, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. go, get that. <laughs> I was hungry. You think Meryl Streep is eating Doritos? You know what I mean? When yeah. she was starting out? No. Look, I wanted to deliver my sides at the class. I needed some nourishment. And all there was a store next door. So she's not even paying attention. She's looking at her side, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's not even paying attention to what's happening in the room. She's not watching. Oh, the shit, scene. they're teaching. Oh, my bad. He called me out. I learned my lesson. Okay, yeah. fine. Gary's a beautiful dude. I love Gary. He's really oh, dope. Yeah. He's, he's really, really, really an dope. Amazing wonderful person. actor, and he's, a, yeah. he's an amazing person. And he's such yeah. a good teacher. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell us how uh, how it came to be to what? be on the show and, and the Trevor, Daily Show? Yeah, and and all. again. It's we work so hard and we do we put our time in and sometimes it just takes this. I'm hosting at the Gotham Comedy Club several years ago and Trevor comes in. I don't know who he is. I've never he had just done Letterman. So the manager tells me, put him up for a guest spot. He's not booked, but put him up. He'll do five to seven minutes. I said, bet. That's cool. So I bring him up. Now, when I bring up guest spots, like, no disrespect, but I, I'm not going to sit there and watch a dude do mm-hmm. a guest spot. You know what I mean? It's almost like an audition, if you will. And so on my way, I'm walking out. He's, he starts this joke about, and I wish I remembered exactly what it was. I'm, I'm going to ask him. But he does this joke about the correlation between KFC and the KKK. <laughs> and I and I was like, what the what the fuck he just said? <laughs> so I turned around, I watched, I watched the bit, and I watched the rest of his set, and I was like, this dude is fucking brilliant. And so he got off, we hit it off. Then he asked me to, you know, uh, host for him because he he had a weekend at Gotham. 
that he sold out like six shows and he said, You wanna travel with me? I said, Yeah, let's oh. let's wow. do this. Instant. And then he got the show. So so wow. yeah. So now the thing about the show is six months prior to the to him getting the show. I went to the nightly show with Larry Wilmore because my guy Mike Yard yes. was on Mike the show. Yard. Yeah. So so Yardy was on the show. So I took Isabel to my lady and said, let's go. So the warm-up, it was a, a friend also, Kevin Bartini, he's warming up. And and I look over at Isabel, he somewhere in his set, some, you know, like maybe five, ten minutes in. I look at her, I said, I don't ever want to do this shit. She's like, What do you mean? Like you'd be great. Like I said, like, this is like bells and whistles and just I don't ever want to do this shit. Fast forward six months. Yeah, you want to do it? Let's do this <laughs> shit. You crazy. <laughs> so what I meant was, I don't want to do this shit until I'm asked. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't, <laughs> you just can't go and warm shit up unless you're asked. You just can't walk in. So it, for all the kids out there, yeah, uh, wait till you're asked before. You, I like that. I, I'm gonna use that like mentality. I'm just be, I don't want to write for no network <laughs> yeah, show. Fuck put it that. out there, and then the reverse <laughs> yeah, happens, exactly. and you're like, yes, son. What do I sign? Yeah. I have so, a question based on that though. Like, sure. so does he give you the liberty, the freedom to Everything. talk about anything? Anything. Like, how much of your Latinoness do you talk about? Um, you know, it's interesting. I don't, I try not to go into Latinoness. Um, how do I say this? I've been doing this long, I've been doing this long enough to, to know that you know what I am mm. based on how I do my thing. Like, I don't beat you over the head and say, yo, Latinos do this, Latinos do that. But you know, oh, this motherfucker is Latino. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So that's, that's, um, and it's about just being universal. It's about no matter, you know, if I'm in Lincoln, Nebraska, you know, I have to talk about things that they're going to understand. But if I'm at, you know, the Audubon Bar and Grill on 166 <laughs> and Broadway, oh, that's a segue right there. That's, that's a, a segue there. there. I'm nice, son. So Frank uh, was t- uh, talking to you. He came up to you. He said he remembered The motherfucker with that. the gallon of wine and <laughs> who offered nobody. That dude. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Yeah, I know him. And then he had it up here. I'm like, coño, me voy a un vinito. When I said, when I get in the studio, me voy a un vinito. That motherfucker took it. He took it by the neck and said, nah. He's in the back right now. He's like, ah, see you later. (laughs) He put a straw in it. Y'all later. He connected like three straws. He's like, oh my. Oh my. So you were sharing a story uh, in the back room over there. It's yeah. fancy and all. Um, what happened uh, one time? So, when right. So I had the Audubon Bar and Grill on 166 and Broadway. And um, it was every Wednesday night and it was crazy. So that's how Frank. Frank said, yo, I remember you from the Audubon. So I had asked him, yo, you remember the incident? Because there was an incident. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but we, it was a build. Like, with the, at, the, at first, I was struggling and I got these two dudes come in. They came to the show and like, yo, we can help you promote this. I was like, let's go. And because of them, yo, just started. So like little drug dudes used to come through. You know what I mean? They were like, yo, what's up? Like, the, the crew. Like, every, I, I, used, I had Angel Salazar. <laughs> A couple times there, like right. and whenever, whenever on the fly, it's like, "Yo, Chi Chi from Scarface." Mm-hmm. That place would get, <laughs> yeah, dope. One time, he's one time he's on and he decides, check it out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rosie. Thank you, baby. So he said, he said, check it out. You guys with me? And they was like, yeah. It's like 200 people. He said, follow me. And he jumps off the stage. He goes outside. Now he has 200 people following him onto Broadway. And so he's on that island. 
right? Yeah. That, that separates north and south. He jumps on the park bench and everybody is just 200 people out there. And he starts doing his shit out there. And, and he's just going in and they're loving it. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, check it out. Let's go back in. <laughs> So now he has to go back in and take all. Ibien Calmao, nothing happened. It was just dope. It was just, he just wow. had his flock and he took him out and he brought him back in. And I just sat there. I was like, ah, let him fuck it. He's grown. Let's see what happens. Oh, wow. So this one particular incident was pretty much one of the last weeks because I had Leslie, uh, Leslie Jones Hi. Um, on it. I had Leslie Jones and Gerald Kelly. And so. Leslie is aggressive. Leslie does her thing. She's fucking hilarious. I love Leslie. But she starts, she starts fucking with this booth of these little drug boys. And so they're going back and forth. I'm not really watching. I'm at the bar doing my thing. And all of a sudden I hear Leslie say, then pull your dick out. <gasps> and so she jumps off stage and she goes to the booth and dude pulled his shit out. He's like, yeah, there you go. She's like, all right, all right, you, you're working with something. <laughs> what? She goes back on stage and just fucking, you know, y'all been great. Thank you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, right? Oh, my God. So she's got she's got them all riled up. So now my man Gerald goes up, and now he starts he starts messing with the with the group, and they started going back and forth, and it, and it it went a little too long. So the dudes were they got offended, so they started throwing Corona bottles at him, and it just became it became a, a crazy crazy incident. It was crazy, and I remember I I remember I see it happening, and as at I I remember it's it getting tight, and I was like, all right, I got to be here to stop it. And I remember seeing this Corona bottle in slow motion. And the, and the thing I re- it hit, it hit this disco ball and the disco ball landed, boom, like in the middle of this foretop, middle of the table. And I remember thinking, how long that ball been there? Like, I don't remember ever, <laughs> like, I don't remember ever seeing that ball. You know what I mean? Like the shit you think about, it, it's like, oh shit, where that ball come from? Oh my God, they gonna kill him. You know? Was, excuse me while I have my wine. Go ahead. No, that's what was memories, yeah, right? I have a quick question because mm-hmm. I really, and I was a part of it, your web series, oh, Get yeah, Some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like, again, you were talking about how when you do things, you do it unique. I felt like it was such a great web yeah. series because at times people do web series, they just do it. It could be cliche. But there was a certain warmth, a certain chemistry you guys had. Can you explain a little bit to the audience about your web series? I really enjoyed it, and I had a great time doing a cameo. Yeah, thank you for doing it, man. Yeah. Thank you for doing it. uh, Thank you for doing the only episode I wasn't in. I mean, (laughs) the fuck was that about? (laughs) Yeah, and I was on your show one time. Which one? When you had your online radio show. And you weren't there as well. Oh, that's right. Oh, he invites Irving me to be in a show. You know, Every time he invites me that's to something, right. he's never there. That's this is right. the first time we've shared the room. You taking <laughs> you taking the hint, Papa? Are you understanding Yo, Angela, what this is? Angela's really coming because you, you know see, the first two times. Do you see the pattern yeah, that has formed, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Third time's the charm. <laughs> but back to the web series. But get get some was a was a web series that uh, I created with Sonia uh, Gonzalez. Martinez and Tammy Kubelet, and it was about a um, it was about a couple, New Yorkian couple, who um, not as a New Yorkian, but you know she was Dominican, I was Puerto Rican, and uh, we childhood sweethearts. And initially, it started with us always trying to get busy, but because of shit happening, we never got busy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, uh, and then we just. We expanded on that. She was an educator. I was uh, trying to be a celebrity chef. And it's just like all the stuff that happens. There's one episode again with Angel. He plays my dad. You know what I mean? And he just he's coming for money. Um, And we had a great time. We had two seasons of it. You know, but then, you know, it's like, what's the next what's next step? And so after a while, you're like, this is not becoming viable for me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I have to I may have to just put this to the side, not kill it because Mm -hmm. I love it. That's always Mm going to be with me. And and we keep talking about bringing it back. But when the 
when the situation's right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but it's a, it's a web series that, that I'm in love with. I, I think it's, uh, I, I, look, I look back on it. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, this was, this was all right. This yeah. was good. Yeah. Did you ever expand it into like a feature? You know. Well, we tried working it into a. We tried making a pilot, writing a pilot. Yeah. And again, personalities and shit just happened. Mm. You know, and mm-hmm. it just didn't. It just didn't work out. But um, that's still on the table, though. That's still on nice. the table. So what's up now? What What, what are your aspirations? What do you want to? What's the next step? Um. Yeah, you know what I'm doing now that I'm having I'm having a blast with. Maurice has a podcast, the Rigorous Podcast. Yes, have y'all watched this? Every every day, every Tuesday, we tape it and we drop it on Thursday, and it's yo, I live for this shit. That broad is insane. (laughs) Giannis Pappas is a genius. Oh yeah, and so every week we find something that she goes off on and i just i just fucking just break down like laughing like wow. genuinely laughing so the rigorous the rigorous podcast mm. on every every place every place you can wherever you watch your podcasts check it out the rigorous podcast is an animal um Traveling with Trevor, you know what I mean. Traveling with Trevor, I mean, sounds he, like a TV show. That yeah, like a show. No. Traveling, Traveling with, with Trevor. Trevor. Oh, it's, it's on the Food Network. The Travel Channel presents exactly <laughs> Traveling with Trevor. Um, we're doing that, and you know, just I've actually I've I've pulled back creatively. Like I hit a wall. You know what I mean. Sometimes. And when, you, okay? when you're forced, that sounds violent. That no, sounds... I'm not. Well, that okay. was nah, That was. Just, that was a metaphor. Uh, you, I just realized it was yeah, a metaphor. Your, okay. Your timing was impeccable on that one, puppy. You should try comedy, baby. Jamie. But you know, now the juices are flowing, and so I'm. Um, you know, I want to create a couple of things. Um, but until it, until I start it, until I embark, I won't let anybody know. You got the Lozada lowdown. Let's talk oh, about fuck. that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yo. how about that? I got that. Yes. I got a lot of shit. Yes, dude. you do. I'm exhausted. I, I mean, tell me. I have the Lozada lowdown. Thanks for remembering. I'm You're the welcome. worst. I'm, I'm the worst. So. I appreciate that. I have the Lozada lowdown. It happens the last Wednesday of every month at the Gotham Comedy Club. It's me and Tammy Kubelet. She's my co host. And so what we do is we have two comics and we have un personaje. Mm. So we have like two comics and we'll inter- interview the comic after because I think that's an interesting dynamic. Um, interviewing the comic right after their set and just mm. to see where shit happens and where it comes from, where you come from. And a lot of them have stories with um, road stories or whatever. And then the uh, then we used to have, we'll have like an actor or like we had Lisa Lisa. We had this mm-hmm. last one. We had David Zayas. Mm-hmm. Um uh, uh, you know, so we've had we have David Ushery, the anchor. You know, the anchor man from NBC. I love him. Yeah, he's fantastic. That's yeah. the person yeah. that that's the person that got you to react. I mean, they all did, but I'm such a, that's, that's, that's that's my, my favorite newscaster. Hold on, yeah. I, I had De Niro, I had Pacino, <laughs> I had David Ushery. What the fuck? He you you, you, me you need to lead well. with that. You have to lead with Ushery. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're doing we're doing that, and that I'm trying to hone into. Uh, that I I'm trying to hone it into a TV show. That way we had Judah Friedlander, we had Crazy Legs, um, we've had a we've had a real good time with it. So trying to hone it, trying to figure it out. Uh, again, it's just fun doing this is great. The podcast is awesome, but then to do something similar in front of a live audience, absolutely, you get that. You know what I mean? You get that rush. You get that that um that adrenaline. It's always fun. But thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, Angelo. Thank you. All right. Well, we want to thank Angelo Lozada for coming Woo. down. Thank you. Thank, thank you, for you so me. much yeah. for dropping some Honored. knowledge. Thank you very much. And by the way, yo, uh, yeah, Juan Bago, he's wearing a robe. <laughs> he really is wearing a robe. 
He's not playing. He's wearing a fucking today. robe. I, I had good you, you know what's funny? I'm listening to you with your shout outs, and I looked. I was like, Conyo, that is a robe. He's, he's wearing a robe. I just noticed. I thought y'all were just playing, but you're wearing a robe. I'm feeling good. It's comfy. Yeah. Nice. I, I think I did well, right, with the robe? Yeah, you did great, Thanks. actually. Well done. Well done. Very right. calm. Next Thank week, you so snuggie. much. Yay. Yeah. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.